In this episode, I'll share some ideas on how to make schooling at home with a diverse learner more tolerable for you both. These are tricks I've learned from my time as a teacher and with my own child who is a diverse learner. I'm really glad you're here. Welcome to the Family Sanity Podcast, where we dig into the things that are driving you crazy while you're quarantined with your kids right now. Tune in every weekday for a quick tip on how to keep it together, find a realistic work-life balance, and maintain yours and your family's sanity. When I was a little girl, I would love sitting at my desk and organizing my colored pencils. I loved sketching dresses for my Barbies, filling pages of coloring books, and I was one of those kids who loved doing homework. I loved school so much that all I wanted to do was play teacher, and eventually I became one. This is the exact opposite of my husband, who hated school and wanted nothing more than to play video games all day. As his kindergarten teacher so eloquently put it on his first report card, Jonathan can do so much, but he is distracted and lazy. (laughs) Our kids haven't started school yet, so I don't know what they're going to be like although I have a feeling that we each have one minion. But as a former teacher and a mom of a preschooler with a diverse learning style, I can say for a fact that if you have a child with any unique needs, schooling at home is probably very hard right now. Your child may be jumping up and down, you may not be getting through any of the schoolwork sent by teachers, or you may just be exhausted from the day-to-day caring of your child to do any kind of academic anything. If your child has an IEP, which is an individualized education plan, you were probably already in communication with his teachers about ways to support learning. This may or may not translate into doable things at home, but at least you have that legal document to reference for what your child was working on before being home full-time. If your child was not getting additional support, but had a hard time sitting still or keeping up with the class, you may also have been given some tips. Either way, Unexpectedly, having to school a child at home is ridiculously hard, no matter what your child is like. So before I even give a quick tip, I just want to say that right now, academics are not the priority. Providing a safe environment, basic needs, and a calm atmosphere is the most important thing you can do for your child. Like I mentioned in Tuesday's episode, true learning cannot happen if your brain is in survival mode, and the mere fact that we're in this new reality can put a child or even an adult in this state. If you do feel like you've gotten to a place where your child is able to learn, then I have three mini quick tips for how to make it more tolerable for you both. These tips have helped my students in the classroom not get overwhelmed with work, and I also apply these to when I do any academic work with my own preschooler. First, learning is most authentic when experiencing what it is you're learning you are more likely to remember how to cut a pizza in half as opposed to looking at a circle with a line through it. So whenever possible, provide a learning experience for your child to engage with the content. Something like acting out the story or using Legos to figure out the math problem. Also remember that focusing more than 15 to 20 minutes is hard even for adults, so have realistic expectations for your child's age and ability. A great way to do this and to keep them motivated is to use a visual timer. This provides a concrete way of quantifying what is expected for you both. Second, 
Choose curriculum wisely. Teachers have been given such a hard task to provide online learning in this short amount of time, and they may not have been able to differentiate their lessons fully. So really choose what you think your child can do and feel free to touch base with your teacher, as they know your child almost as well as you, if not better, when it comes to their academic abilities. If your school district hasn't implemented e-learning or it's really thin, you can check out learning websites like Khan Academy. Third, build in supports for your child such as brain breaks, adaptive seating, and focus rewards. When I knew something would be really challenging for a student, I'd allow them to start with a brain break, which would be a dance party or doing an activity they enjoyed, such as a puzzle or a board game. Then we'd dive into the lesson. Using brain breaks during lessons or schoolwork can also work, as long as they're not more of a distraction. Most importantly, remember, this is a unique time in everyone's life. So if you need to put academics on pause, work on life skills like cooking and cleaning and character education is a great way to spend your time. When your child goes back to school, it won't matter where she lands academically. What will matter is that you got through this together and can appreciate the normalcy we didn't even realize was a luxury. This new reality is just that, something new we need to deal with, but you don't need to deal with it alone. Check in every weekday for another quick tip on how to maintain your family's sanity. I'm your host, Naomi Bokanichu. You can learn more about me and this podcast on Instagram at Family Sanity Podcast. I'm so grateful you're here, and if you're enjoying these tips, please rate the podcast and share with your friends. Until next time, whether your family is going insane or you've got it all together, these are definitely times you will always remember.